0: Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, aka Crazy Crockett, aka Andre's Podcast, where you can find me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. I am also through uh website that distributes my podcast to other sources of podcasts out there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, first time listeners, first time people listen to my podcast, those who are returning. Uh, I'm creating this podcast for people who are who are like me, who are somewhat disabled, that don't have a voice, and would need to uh, have a source of speaking my mind or a place for other people to be heard from. So this is why I create this podcast. So knowing that, ladies and gentlemen, you can also email me at crazy podcast show at gmail dot com if you have any questions, uh, uh, statements, anything that you wanna. Talk about here or ask anything. So today, or tonight, I'm doing this podcast quite late. I decided to do a podcast about the civil rights movement, but I'm not going to get into a deep, deep conversation of it. I just wanted to let people know the uh, the timeline of the civil rights movement. And Monday, uh, July 17, I think. The first, yeah, I think it's seventeen. It is. I don't know what today today is. Today's day is is it's going to be January 16 when this comes out. I don't. I should have known that. But regardless, this is inspired for Dr. King and his um his uh his influence on the civil rights movement. Um, I'm gonna give you the timeline for everything. Uh, I'm not going to really elaborate, on a lot of stuff. I just want people to uh, understand or hear of the dates and times of of the civil civil rights movement from the late 1940s to the late 1960s. So it's an, a 20 year of of uh, progress in that era. Um. I'll start, for example, July 26, 1948, President Harry Truman issued an executive order, dash 9981, to end segregation in the armed services. Now, I think that's really important to understand that concept because, in other wars, in World War II, we we recruited African Americans and we had them serve the Army. And But yeah, again, they were not technically allowed to be serving the, the army. We just, America needed soldiers. And uh, and of course, in the Civil War, it was primarily um, a, a slave uh, war of the, of the Civil War. It was a bit of economics as well. I'm not really going to get into that right now. I just want the dates and times of what, of what this means for dr King and his people so it didn't take for it took another six years for something to go um, to ex exca- escalate so may 17 1954 brown versus board of education it it put uh consolidated five cases into one and it decided by the supreme court effectively ending racial segregation in public schools. And many schools, however, remain segregated. Now, a lot of people don't realize that even when the public school system was formed in the late 18th century, only white people could go to school. And a lot of black kids or black folks were not allowed to go to school. So that's something that's significant to to the black community because it it allowed them to be educated informed, or at least try
1: to pursue in a in an in, in in education. So a year goes by and um on
0: August twenty eighth, nineteen fifty five, this young man, yes, this young black man, Emmett Till, a fourteen year old uh, boy from Chicago, got brutally murdered in Mississippi for for flirting with a white woman. His murders are his murderers were acquitted, and in that case, it brings international attention to. The civil rights movement, after the Jet magazine published a photo of Till's beaten
1: body at his open casket funeral. So, even if even if you
0: were a, a a black man from the south or from the north, you still weren't allowed to talk to white people, and especially not to 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 black women. So, unfortunately, it took a magazine from Jet Magazine, which is an all-black magazine, to publish those pictures and to progressively uh, uh, get that information out there for for, for young black people, especially men who were beating up for absolutely no reason in itself. So unfortunately that took place and then on December 1, 1955, Miss Rosa Parks refuses to give up her seat to a white passenger at or on Montgomery in Montgomery, Alabama. She was defiant and she was put in jail and then of course this prompted a year long a boycott at the McNamara bus station. And as you're listening, you you hear my pronunciations very off-key, not really clear sometimes. So that's another reason why I'm doing a podcast. So other people with speech impairment are encouraged to try to speak to as many people Or to have a voice in itself. So by the time January 10, 11, in 1957, 60 black pastors and civil rights leaders, along with Dr. Kane, Dr. Martin Luther King, decided to meet in Atlanta, Georgia, and coordinate a nonviolent protest against racial discrimination and segregation. So that's kinda when it really just kind of took off, I guess. well, I shouldn't say it. It really took off at Rosa Park's
1: um 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 Us Boycott moment. And then and then by nine by September nineteen fifty seven, nine
0: black students known as the Little Rock Nine Blocked from integrating from Little Rock Central High School. So, even in, even after the the, the nineteen, even after the public schools, even after the uh, the 1954 Act, which allowed black students in schools, still by 1957, they were still having problems to allow black students enrolled in the public school system. And if it wasn't for Dwight D. Eisenhower, president, he eventually sent the federal troops to escort the students
1: and they the students obviously were still harassed. So unfortunately
0: by by February one in 1960, four African American students from Greensboro, North Carolina, refuses to leave a Woolworth a, a white-only lunch counter with beans without being served. So these kids, unfortunately, went into a white establishment and they did not get served, and and. That, in itself, caused somewhat of a, uh, of, a of a riot uh, uh it was just not a good time for anybody to be black at that era and then sometimes I question how you progressively force someone to like you or progressively force so- someone to serve you f- to have you there so that they can serve you food. Um it's always difficult to to understand someone's point of view if you're not
1: that person or not that uh person's nationality or culture. However, by by nineteen sixty
0: of November fourteen, a six year old Ruby Bridges is escorted by a four-armed federal marshal. marshals and she became the first student to integrate at William Fraser Elementary School in New, in, in New Orleans. Her actions inspired Norman Rockwell's painting, The Problems We All Live With, which I don't know why you needed a Picture for that, but think about this, folks. If you're six years old and you're a young black girl, and then you're going through school and you have four police officers esc- escort you in the in the in the classrooms, you're kind of in a jam because there's no one out there that's going to look out for you. So that in itself is a very brave moment for anybody, especially for that young black girl that was it was awful i just i just don't understand how little ruby bridges went through that era and she still i mean she lived through that i just i'm impressed by the fact that she did it and she did it a very honorable way of doing it and uh and by the
1: 1961 Um we have this
0: black and white activists known as the Freedom Riders that took the bus trip through American South to protest segregation and attempted to use white only restaurants and lunch counters. The Freedom Riders were marked by horrific or horrifying Violence from white protesters. They drew international attention
1: in that case So as you as you can tell I'm reading from my website but uh But I do have a little issue from from this point of view of
0: 1961 this makes me up my other point that You can't force people to serve you if they do not want to serve you. Now, by law, by passing laws, you can make things more progressively
1: possible.
0: But eventually, my belief is that everyone's going to get used to something that's not normal to them. Now, how they accept it is up to them. And how you re- respond to their acceptance. Is really crucial. So, my point is that you should have. I would feel that they should have gone to places where they were that they were to be segregated from eating. But if there's a white owner who accepts them for who they are, then you would apply to to go to that place and pay for dinner or lunch or whatever. But by but. By going to a place that refuses this, refuses you to have any type of food, that is a, I mean, you're forcing your, your best bet. You're forcing right. your, you know, you're, you're, you're making people mad. And I just, I really never understood that. Why would you, just, why would you go to a place where it's going to be very violent and very destructive? And no matter, how nice of a person you are. You're black or white. People are just not gonna get people are just not gonna like you. And it takes time. And I know I'm kinda of ranting on about this, but I needed to to spill that to spill that out of my mind to to elaborate what I'm trying to say. I may not understand it, so this is why I'm on a podcast asking and asking a question to my listeners so by June 11 1963 governor George C. Wallace Stands in the doorway at the University of Alabama to block two black students from registering the standoff continues until President JFK sends the National Guard to the campus
1: now Saying that, ladies and gentlemen, think about this. 1948
0: Truman allows African Americans to to join the
1: to join the military. By 1954, he signs a bill to
0: allow anybody from the, from any race to enter a public school. And primarily, it was a black students. So we've gone for nine years, with still, still, white supremacy, white power, white whatever you want to call it. uh, People they are trying to discriminate against African Americans, and I, I don't understand it. And part of it's because. I'm not completely white, but I'm not black. But I know that I would be associated with being more white than black. But I just don't get this whole big deal of allowing African Americans to not be able to go to school. I think the more people who are educated, regardless of you white or black in a field of of learning or training for your career is a lot more beneficial than having a bunch of white people and black people uneducated, uneducated and homeless. That to me, mind boggles me. So by 19, so by 1963, the same year, Dr. King has a march to Washington with over 250,000 people, and Mr. Martin Luther King makes his his, uh, his most famous speech, I Have a Dream speech. And I'm going to read this to you, folks. Quotes, I have a dream that one day that this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed we hold these truths to be
1: self-evident that all men are created equal. <clears throat> so think about this. The Constitution
0: says that all men are tr- created equal. And this is the big issue. For the last almost 200 years, from 1968 to 1776, African Americans are still... In a point of struggle even after civil war and There's no and sometimes there's no place to for them to go because Everyone's scared to help them. Everyone's scared to be different. Everyone's scared to
1: allow them to To be free. I I don't understand that So By September
0: 15, less than a month later, a bomb of 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham kills four young girls and injures other people proud to the Sunday service. The bombing fuels an angry protest. Now, these protests is a very common thing when people are upset, and they should be upset. So what's happening is that when people who are being segregated or, or put in a corner, their way of fighting or being heard is causing more riots and more fights. So think about that, ladies and gentlemen. So instead of just progressively, progressively moving on and making uh, our our environment and our cultural and our social life safer, we're making it more difficult and more dangerous because the protests are now becoming more and more violent. And when white people protest, they create violence. When black people protest, they create violence. So this means that nothing's getting done
1: and nothing's actually progressing. So so by the time 1964
0: shows up, President Lyndon B. Johnson signs the Civil Rights Act of 1963 into law preventing employment discrimination to, due to race color sex religion or national origin the title of the t- title 8 of the act establishes that the us equal employment opportunity commission to help to prevent workplace disc- uh, discrimination and that is still going on to t- today, folks. That even a lot of African Americans and poor white people are being discriminated against because of their lack of education or lack of knowledge. Now, whose fault is that? Is the public school system's fault? Is it the federal government's fault? Is it the mom and dad's fault? It's a little bit everybody's fault. But still, we need to. Employ everybody as much as possible, so that everyone has the opportunity to live a progressive life. Is I'm gonna keep saying this over and over again. If you run a homeless shelter and you don't help people to progress, then that homeless shelter should be shut down. So this is what's happening to people who are not being educated or informed. They're going to be homeless, and they're going to cause more problems in your own city, like Detroit, like Grand Rapids, like shytown town It's the same same theme. No one's getting educated. No one's getting hired. Everyone's kind of running the same circle of generational uh, imbalance and stupidity. I can co- I'm saying stupidity, not because people are stupid. It's because people are taught to be stupid. So on February 21, 1965, a black religious leader named Malcolm X is assassinated due to a rally by members of the Nation of Islam. Now, Malcolm X is probably one of the most underrated of black representatives for the black community. Um, I think he gets a lot of slack for being a Muslim. Uh, he gets a lot of slack for the blame that um, the nation of Islam is a very um, racist crew, especially at the time in the, in the 1960s. It was all about black power,
1: and it was really about demolishing white culture. But as most of you know that Malcolm X was growing out of that stage
0: and was not, was understanding that the nation of Islam was not preaching the true word of Islam or Prophet Muhammad. But they were also not teaching black people to survive on their own. They were teaching black people to be resentful and racist and just it doesn't work out that way. It has never worked that way to be racist towards another gr- group of people and think that your group of people should be ahead of them because eventually eventually both groups will
1: just end up killing each other. So by By the March of, ni- of 7, 1965.
0: Now, this is the Bloody Sunday. This is the song that YouTube sang in the 1980s. It made it very popular. So, about 600 civil rights marchers went from Selma, Alabama to Montgomery, Alabama,
1: state's capital, to protest protest black voters' suppression. Again, protesting. Against people to be educated, to be informed is the most
0: unrealistic, unnatural thing to do for all human race. You want more people to be smarter in the long run than more stupid because the more stupid you are, the more the, the reality is that you need to be more dependent
1: on the government instead of yourself. So that in itself is why
0: people should be able to vote for anyone that they want to vote for. People should be, again, becoming more educated with trade school, with science, with math, with reading, anything that can progress you. But in this case, March 7 1965 it just created more violence and That becomes a really bad theme for the civil rights movement So by 1965 of, of August 6 President Johnson signs the voting rights of 1965 prevent the use of literacy tests and voting requirements It allowed the federal examiners to review voters' qualifications and federal observations and monitor and plot polling places. This is a really confused one, ladies and gentlemen, because the Voting Act of 1965, white people were trying to tell black people that they couldn't vote unless they could pass a certain uh, math reading test which is obnoxious. Most of us are not great readers, but we try. But as long as you understand or you can read the guy's name that you're voting for, it really doesn't matter. But again, I like to say this again and then again. It is dumb to not allow people to be educated. It just makes
1: your society really bad. And then, unfortunately, my next post
0: is April 4, 1968. Dr. King is assassinated in uh, in Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee, by James Earl Ray. There's theories about the CIA and the FBI that had something to do with it. I can't tell you if it's true or not. Uh, do I think that James Earl Ray did it? I'm not a detective. Some people don't think he was by himself,
1: and other people think that yeah, he deserves to go to jail because he did it. Now the last thing I'm going to read is April 11, 1968.
0: President Johnson signs the Civil Rights Act of 68, known as the Fair Housing Act, providing equal opportunity. Regardless the race, religion, and national origins. Now, most people. When I say this, most people won't believe this. Even in the fifties and sixties. Even if a black man owned a car or have or had a uh, money, he would he would be segregated, to live, in a certain section of the neighborhood that was primarily black, and they would not. And they would not they would not make housing for African Americans or Native Indians either well Native Indians were segregated to Oklahoma and then native Indian uh land, but a lot of times people don't people can't believe it that's why most of the black people were homeless because there was no laws to prevent somebody. From not allowing that person to live somewhere. Now, I just went through all this stuff, and I, I wanted people just to, to
1: hear the progression of of the civil rights movement. So, so saying that, we should celebrate Dr.
0: King Day tomorrow of the civil rights movement. Because it opened doors to people with disability, like my I do. It prevented people from not hiring people with disabilities. Uh, then in the 1990s, George W. Bush signed an act for people with disability, so that employers cannot disqualify someone from being hired for being disabled. But we really need to thank Dr. Cain and the civil rights movement, along with Rosa Parks, along with, you know, even Jesse Jackson when he was younger. I can still make things that I may not agree with what he does now or after Dr. Cain dies. But but there's so many things that we should look at, but. I just wanted to like read through the whole thing from 1948, 1968, uh, these important dates in time for the Civil Rights Movement and what it means to celebrate January 16, uh, Dr. King's birthday. So if you like this podcast, please listen some more. I'll come back to the Crazy Dre podcast show. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm also through Bussprout, uh Dot com. Their distribution center for people who are like me starting a podcast. Uh, you can also email me at the Crazy Dre Podcast Show at gmail. Dot com. And uh, I hope you guys and gals have a good day
1: celebrating Dr. King's Day. All right. Peace, love.